Now, when uh, in meditating this, I realized that everything Jesus did, he prepared himself in prayer. See, he prepared himself. He prepared himself in prayer. So he allowed himself to be ready to face the challenges, the the difficulties, the things, the wiles, the tricks of the enemy. He he allowed himself to be ready. Well, one of the problems that we have as believers is that we, we are too busy being busy and literally is putting us spiritually asleep. So when the enemy comes, he's not worried about uh, uh, being able to take advantage or, or in John 10.10, 10, kill, still destroy, is because we are asleep spiritually in some things, you see. Now, in preparation, there is an element that we must understand, and it's called watching. So when we are in preparation, we are not only doing the physical thing that we need to do, all right, but we are also watching, you know, and we are gaining information, and we are not only gaining information, but we are protecting ourselves as well. Because some of the information that you may gain may be the wrong information you need to accomplish what you're preparing for, as, as any of this making sense. So now, because we don't have uh, uh, the, the, the revelation that we need in order to, to move forward or, or in order to understand our positioning, right, so what we have to do or what needs to be done, we need to go back into preparation, you see? And that's the one good thing about God that I love so much is because he's a God of second chances, you see. He, 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 he's a God that gives us to ability, the, the ability to make what's wrong right, you see. So now, in preparation, there's an element of waiting. Um, now, let's see. Matthew, let's say Matthew 24. 42. I'm trying to see if I want that or not. Okay. Now, if you look back through Matthews 24, and if you go up some, it talks about uh, some that uh, 
were taken and some some that were ready and some that wasn't. Let's look back a little bit. Let's go up to um, 39. And I knew not until the flood came and took them away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. You see? Then shall two be in the field, one shall be taken, and the other one shall be what? Left. Right? And then it goes again. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken, and the other what? Left. See, preparation not only causes you to watch, but it puts you in the divine position. See, those two, in, the, in that scripture that I just read, those, those, two, those two scriptures indicated that one was in position and one wasn't. You see? So I'm questioning you right now, what position are you in? What are you doing that is more important than your preparation for the Lord. See, let, let me go, let me move on. Then it says 42, watch therefore, you see, watch, watch, watch. Let me give you a definition of watch. Watch is to be awake, to look with expectation. So when the other ones wasn't taken, they wasn't expecting to go. See, they wasn't expecting to go. So if they wasn't expecting, that means they, they wasn't prepared to receive what God had for them. What is stopping you from your preparation, from you preparing? Is it that you're concerned about your bills, your, 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 uh, let's say the normal things of life, you see? Well, if you prepare correctly, the normal things of life, according to the scriptures, shall be added unto you. You see? Preparation, it puts you in a position to watch, to protect, see? And then also, push you in the position to receive and to move. Now, again, watch means to look with expectation. All right? Then it says, therefore, watch therefore. Watch therefore. For you know not what hour the Lord does cometh. You see? So you know not. And so as I've been meditating on this and looking at this, I've been thinking about, okay, um, we know we're talking about the, the entire prophecy on this, but I'm trying to equate it to now. Where have I missed the Lord when he was ready to come in my life to help me with certain things? You see, where have I missed it. All right? Where have I missed it? Now, sadly to say, sadly to say, we have Christians sleepwalking. 
they are in the position. They they and what I mean by position, they in position to know the word. Man, let me put it like this: know the word, but have no revelation. The word will validate you. You see, the word will put you in a position of validation. Well, when when the validation come comes revelation. You see, you're able to walk through the thing that you have been preparing for, that you have been preparing for, you see? See, but because we have fallen asleep and we have not watched, we have become complacent on where we are and we have not focused on the coming of the Lord within the situation that we're dealing with. Like I said, I know this is talking about the end-time prophecy, you see? But there are times, hallelujah, that we need the Lord now. Yeah. We need to see him now. We need to understand what he's doing now. You see, we don't have time to be caught up in a lot of foolishness or what people may think, what they may say, how they may feel. We don't have time. We need to prepare ourselves for what saith the Lord in our life, you see? So I like how Reverend uh, Minister this is talking about minding your own business, you know, and um, the thing is she used it in two ways, which I really thought was awesome, mining as in digging, you know, digging, and mining as in, you know, just... Uh, um, looking at, you know, watching your own affairs, you see. The way she broke that down that I really like is based on the mining part, the digging part. See, when you are mining God's business, digging, you know, digging, digging, uh, uh, in the word, digging into God's business, what you're doing, you are, you are moving in a season of preparation, Preparation, the actual process of making ready. Are you ready to handle your next challenge? You know it's coming because we have an enemy that we are fighting continually. And where are the battles? Are the battles with the other or the battles are within you? See, a lot of times, the outward battles are not the problem. Oh, here we go. The inward battles are the problem. Because of who we've been hanging around, the things that we've been doing, the things that we have been entertaining has put us asleep. In order, it has put us asleep. So when you are asleep, you do not have the ability to prepare. It stops the process of motion in your life. It's God of my. It stops the process of motion. You see. Now, let's get back into this word. Hallelujah. Let's look at twenty-five. Matthew's twenty-five one. Then. 
shall the kingdom of heaven be like unto what? Ten virgins. Which took their what? Lance. Now, equate the lance with the word of God. So they took their Bibles. I'm just, again, I know what the word says. I'm not taking it out of any content, all right? I'm putting it in a way that we can use it on layman's terms and still get the effect of what God is trying to say to us, all right? So this, this, is, this is how I'm doing this today. Amen. So I don't want to just, oh, pastor. No, pastor did not. You know, I, I have a responsibility to God to do what I have to No pastor is not taking out of content. What I'm doing is I'm trying to awaken you and get you in a mode of preparation. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let's look at this. So, um, so with the ten uh, which took their lance and went forth to meet the bridegroom. So now all of them had a target. Right, the ten, they had a target. They knew who they was going to meet, right? Am I right? All right? They knew who they was going to meet. They knew who they was going to face, right? Now, let me ask you this, right? If you know that you're going to do something and you're not prepared for it, when you get there, how do you feel? Unprepared, not ready. So, in other words, the thing there that could have blessed you with an awesome opportunity, you missed it because you lacked to prepare. Right? Okay, let's read on. And the five of them were wise, and five were what? Foolish. Now, again, all of them had rants. All the Christians had Bibles. Amen. amen. You see? Oh, 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 amen. A lot of them know the word a whole lot better than me or anyone else. I, I'm not in any comparison, you, you see? But my question is, what what are you doing with what you have? All right, let's go ahead. Let's finish and five of them were wise and five were foolish. And they that were foolish took their land and took no what? All with them. So in other words, they took no revelation with them. They took nothing to prepare them for what they're about to receive. Where are you? What are you doing that is stopping you from taking what you need for your preparation to move you for your, to your next season? All right? So it says, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> and they were foolish that took their lance and took no oil with them. They had their lance. We have our Bible. Now, somewhere down the line, they did not consider the importance of their preparation. They did not. They did not consider the importance of their preparation. 
right? So because they did not consider, they were called what? Foolish. They wasn't called a fool, right? The actions that they took was foolish, right? So now they have fallen asleep on the revelation that they need in order to move forward. All right? It says, but the wise took all in their vessels with their what? Lands. So in other words, five of them went through the process of preparation. They was not going to see whom they needed to see without being prepared. Now, the person they was going to see wasn't an average person or average thing that they were doing. Now, I, I need y'all to listen. There is nothing average about you. But, again, we love God, but God still requires us to prepare to receive. Why? Because according to John 10.10, 10, which I said earlier, the thief comes to steal, kill, and be what? Destroy. So in the preparation, you need to be able to watch to see the tricks of the enemy. Because you've fallen asleep, you will not be able to identify the tricks of the enemy. Hallelujah. See, the enemy... In the in book of Revelation, to talk about 24-7, he is what? Prosecuting or talking about or coming against the believers. Yes. So we have an enemy that does not sleep. Why should we sleep? Yes. God Almighty, we should not be asleep in the time of preparation. We are always in preparation. Yes. Now, when I'm going to read something, I'm going to read something. Uh, you know, later on, but to me, I just realized there are two kinds of sleep. There's a sleep that we have that God designed for us to rest the body, right? Then there's another sleep in the spirit, God Almighty, where we we rest in Him, you know, spiritually. You you, you see. Well, I realize even one of those sleeps, if it's under the divine setting of God, that means we're watched by his angels. Good Lord, y'all not hearing me. That means that he will awaken you if something needs to be prayed for. Come on. Man, you're going to tell me that you haven't been awakened by God in the middle of the night when you need to pray for something. I know I have. So that means when I am asleep, the Spirit of God is it. So he will awaken me. Why? Because I have already prepared myself to be awakened if I need to be. Could God Almighty. See, you, you cannot be awakened if there's not a certain preparation you haven't done through him. Like I said, there's a, there's, there is a spiritual Resting that we have to have. All right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. 
While the bridegroom what turned, they all what? Slumbered what? And sleep. You see that? So the five that was wise are sleeping differently than the five that were foolish. Good God. They're sleeping differently. One sleeping with the expectation to be ready. One sleeping with the expectation, but they don't, they, they're not ready. So in other words, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> they aren't ready to receive because they have not, what, prepared. They haven't prepared. Now let's move on. <coughs> and at the midnight there was a cry made. You see, there was a cry made. There was a cry made. Say it. There was a cry made. There was a cry made. So who's making the cry? The Spirit of God. There are times in the midnight hour a cry is going to be made for you to deal with a certain situation that is going on in your life. But are you prepared to handle the situation? Or are you or have you been asleep? Now listen. So while the bridegroom tarried, they all stumbled and slept. At the midnight hour, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to what? Meet him. Go ye out to what? Meet him. So now your position is about to change. You were in one position. Now your position has changed. So you're no longer in that position. Right? Now, because you're getting ready to change positions, there's a certain element of light that you need in order to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all, y'all are missing this. Y'all are missing this. There's a certain element of light that you need in order to position yourself. Yeah. You see? So now, because you are prepared, you are able to obtain the light you need to move. Come on. Woo! Because you are asleep. You know, and you have fallen asleep, you're still going to be walking in darkness. Yeah. So you're not able to see the, the wiles or the tricks of the enemy, hallelujah, yeah. in order for you to, to reposition yourself. See, as you reposition, it's two ways. You're either going to do it in the light or you're going to do it in the darkness. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all listening to Pastor today? Yes. Good God Almighty, or am I just talking and ministering to myself? <laughs> now listen, at the midnight there was a cry, Behold me, the bridegroom has coming. Go out ye to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their who? Lance. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lands are gone out. You, you hear that? Give us your all. So these virgins, the five, went through all this preparation. To turn around and to give something to someone that having went through the ranks to move. They haven't gone through the process that they needed so they can prepare to receive. 
So instead of them thinking that, you know, it, 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 it ain't no big thing, I can just get all. So in other words, instead of, instead of how can I put this? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Instead of them preparing for themselves, they turned around and want to depend on someone else to get what they need to have prepared for. Are uh, uh, you see? Are uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You cannot go to man to get what you need to prepare for God. You are going to have to prepare for God <coughs> through God and His Spirit, so you can have the oil and have the light you need to walk and to move to your next level. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. See. You can't move if you can't see God. You can't move if you can't see. The five virgins couldn't see how to move. So they wanted to uh, uh, borrow or get something from man which they should have prepared themselves. How many times we have ran to the bank to get something and all we needed to do was to pray. How many times we have ran a man for a solution and we and basically our solution is constantly in our hand. But because we are asleep to the revelation that's in our hand, it causes us to run to man. Oh boy. Oh boy. Now listen. So <clears throat> And the virgins, and, and, and then those virgins, virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Gone out. So that means you can't even see the path you need to go. Come on. And, and listen, because they were wise and they was watching. Listen, they was watching to see how the enemy was going to use to try to steal what they need to move forward. Yeah. It says, but the wise answer saying, no, not. So, least there be not enough for us and who? You. You see that? But you go rather to them that sell and buy for what? Yourself. So now, because they was in a position, they have uh, they have did the proper preparation that they needed. They did not allow the enemy to come steal the very thing that they need to move forward. How many times we have allowed the enemy to come to steal the thing, the very thing we need to move forward? You see. Can I get a tissue? Thank you. So, because of that lack of preparation and the lack of 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 insight that they needed, they fell 
short, and they fell in, uh, I want to say, in a mood of temptation. Because now they were after something that belonged to someone else. They was asking of someone that they were, let me, let me say this, unable to give. Because it wasn't their place. Let me say this. There are times you are unable to get. You are unable to give. The reason why is because you're going through a season of preparation. You need what you have in order for you to make the, the position that you need to be to receive. So these women... Five women knew that they could not release what they had. You see? Now, let me go back on these five unwise again. But before I do that, let me just give you a small example of something. Let's look at Matthew's 26, 30. So we're going to look at 37, and I'm going to uh, read and see... Like I said, me and uh, Reverend, we've been in this mode of preparation for a for a while. See, now because we've been there, we 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 are seeing things that we haven't seen before because God has opened us up. We are watching more. You see, now let me read this. <clears throat> thirty-seven. Go side thirty-seven. No, let's look at 36. Go up to 36. And cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go, what? And pray yonder. Right? And he took with him Peter, the two sons of Zebedee, and began to, uh, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. You see that? To begin to be sorrowful and very heavy. Right? There are things that we are going through that you are becoming very heavy and sorrowful with. There are things that, you know, um, that, that we have gone through have, have caused us pain, you know, and some suffering, you, you know. And, um, and see, um, at that period and at that time, it's not time to focus outward. It's time to focus inward. You see, it's, it's time to do exactly what Jesus said. Go and pray. You see, go and what? Pray. Now, I read 37, I'm read again. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. That's a, that's a serious burden, right? Tarry here with me and what? Watch. Watch. See, it's something divine that is set up and watch. So God has said, so Jesus has said to him, and watch with me. Right? What did Jesus say? Watch with me. Right? Now, listen. And he went a little further. And he fell on his face and prayed and saying, 
Oh, Father, <clears throat> if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. <clears throat> Nevertheless, as I will, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as what? Thy will. So Jesus, regardless of how he was feeling, he had to focus on God. The answer, the solution, man, the thing about it, if Jesus, through the years that he walked, wasn't in preparation, when he got to this part of being very sorrowful and heavy, he would not have the wisdom that he needed to do what he needed to do to pour him through. So all those years, Jesus was going through preparation, learning how to talk to the Father, learning how, how to communicate, learning all the things of the Father. That's why he was able to say, when you see me, you see the Father. Because he studied and he meditated on the Father so much, they became one. So you know this says the Word made flesh and it dwells amongst us. The Word be made flesh. Now let me go on. And he cometh to the disciples and finds them what? Asleep. And he said unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Again, the, the definition of watch is to look with expectation. So Jesus needed them to be with him to watch with him. At that time, a lesson was learned. Oh, man. I want y'all to hear me here. A lesson was learned. The lesson right there was learned is that you can't depend on man to do the things of God that you need done. You see, you can't depend on man. Let me go ahead and finish with this. And he says, watch and pray. You see that? Watch and pray. So as you are praying, or as you are watching, you should be praying. Why? Because you don't know how you need to move. Or what needs to be done. Or how something needs to be done. You need to watch. It says, <clears throat> watch and pray that you enter not into what? Temptation. Temptation. Underline that. Temptation. And then it says, the spirit indeed is willing, you see that, but the flesh is what? Weak. The flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. So, Jesus, identified that the thing that he's dealing with, oh boy. Isn't dealing with man. It's dealing with the things of the spirit. It's because God is what? Involved in this. See? 
So Jesus had to continually go back to the Father. He could not depend on man to watch and be with him. He had to go back to the Father. Who are you depending on that you should not be? The very thing that you're depending on that isn't of God is the very thing that's keeping you asleep. Could God, did y'all hear this? It's keeping you from doing what you need to do. It's keeping you asleep. You see? It's putting you in a position where you are depending on other things other than God. Because you, man, can't fulfill the pants of God. So why do we put so much trust in him, in man? James 4, turn it. I'm almost done. So we understood about these versions. Right? We understood the preparation that they went through. And because the other ones didn't go through, they did not have what they need to take them to their next season or to their to the blessing that they need, you see. Even Jesus, when he took his disciples with him on a mount, Zebedee, I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, um, Lord Jesus, uh, 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 um, uh, Gethsemane, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, sheesh, oh, Lord Jesus, that's all right, that's okay, yeah, I'm entitled, amen. When, when he took him there, right, um, he realized that he really couldn't depend on man, even for a very crucial part of his life that he needed man to stand they couldn't handle the challenge. There are crucial things that we're dealing with, and we're depending on man, our government, or whatever, to handle this. No. They can't handle the challenge because they are not prepared for it. Now, are you at James 4? From whence come wars, fightings amongst you? They come not in hands, even of your, what, lust, that war in your members. You lust and have not. You kill and desire to have, but cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not, because you what? You ask not. Right, and Philippians it says, uh, um, it talks about in prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known. I don't have the script in front of me, but it says, you know, uh, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. It says, let your what? Request be made known unto who? So, 
Now listen. A lot of the battles and stuff that you are dealing with, you are looking towards man to handle something only God can handle. Men will always fall asleep on you. Amen. Men is not designed to truly watch like the Spirit of God can. But yet, that's the very thing that we depend on. And the very thing that we depend on and dealing with man is the very thing that puts us asleep. Then, because we are asleep and we have watched and prayed, that means a part of the consumption or the lust of our flesh rises up and we start warring after the thing. We start warring after the thing that we're trying to achieve where God has another direction for us to go. Come on. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own what? Lust. When you are watching divinely, it shuts down the ability of lust to come in. Because you're not operating on man's, you're operating on the divine unction of the Holy Ghost. You see? But if you have not done any preparation in order to receive what you want, oh, here we go, you are operating under a different rule of uh, ruling or government. You are operating under the spirit of lust and consumption. You see? So it's not that you can't have. It's that you are preparing yourself to have. You are stopping the ability from you to move forward. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stopping the ability from you to move forward is because of the consumption mindset that we have. The consumption mindset will also put you in the place to ask things of people that you should not. Like the ten virgins. The five ask the wise for their all which they should not have been asking in the first place. You see? Now, as and receive not because you ask and miss that you may consume it upon your own Look, then here it is. Once you get it this way, there's no divine protection. That means the enemy can come and take it at any given time or you're going to go through hell having it. One or the other. There's things I asked for and I got the wrong way. I wish I had never received it. Hallelujah. So when you are in preparation, you need to pray and put yourself in a watching mode, watching to see what God's going to do, watching to see how the enemy is going to move. See, even two things is going to happen, good or bad. There's no riding the fence on this thing, you see. 
But we have to understand there is preparation that we must go through. The preparation also validates us to have it. It also tells God that we're able to handle it. It helps you to receive from God, and it keeps keeps the evil one out of the midst of your desire or your want or need. You see? So if you don't have now, it doesn't mean you can't. What it means is that you have to change you. Preparation changes you so you can receive. Give you the right heart and mind to handle it. That the thing that you got won't be uh, 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 won't be more important than somebody uh, or some person or something that may be in need. You see, we always have to prepare ourselves to release as far as we see. But when you operating under a lustful and consumption spirit, it's all about you and never about the one or someone that may need it in the future from you. It's not about you, folks. It's about God using you. So this preparation that me and Reverend have been going through, that we've been dealing with, I know materialistic things are important with this, but also, too, it's to get our mind right. God Almighty. It's to get our mind right. It's to get our soul right. You know, it's to get us in the right frame of mind that God wants us to be in in order for us to have. Yeah. I got to stop because I, I, I've been I've been I've been rolling here. But now I think it's in Second. Is it Second Corinthians or Second? Colossians, I think it's Corinthians 4.18. Let me th- let me turn there real quick. I think this is where I want to end off at. I'm not, I don't know if that's what, what I really want. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says, 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are what? Temporal. Temporary. So, now now listen. Very key important point. Before you ask for anything, you need to find out what position that thing you asking for is. Because if you ask for it out of the consumption, it's going to be gone, as this word says. But if you ask for it for the eternal purpose, God is going to make sure that it stays protected under the blood. God Almighty. Woo, Jesus. Listen. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. 
For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. There is an eternal path that you must take in order to receive what God wants you wants for you to have. We need to stop going after this thing with a consumption or consumer mindset. That's the only way I can think of right now. Or a worry mindset and move towards the spiritual things of it and allow God to take that to validate you, to bring forth that manifestation so that someone else can be blessed. Hallelujah. That's the eternal work of the God, that someone else got to be blessed, that someone else got to know he is who he say he is. Someone got to see God through you. We are the light of this world. We give the world hope. So my question to you, are you prepared to release hope? Or are you asleep? Amen. To give the New Life Christian Center Ministries text NLCCMG or 54244 or go to org in order to give. I know this message has been a blessing to you. I know it has. So, so you see, make sure that this message can get out to others. Don't hold your hand and allow it to receive. You know, you can't receive if your hands are full. You got to let something go so you have room to receive. So, so you see, and give to New Life Christian Center Ministries. God bless you, and I wish all it is well with you. In Jesus' name, you have a wonderful and powerful week. Amen. Bye-bye. Let me pray, and um, let me close this out. Father, we thank you for this word today. Thank you for what you have given us. Oh, Lord God, I can't tell you how much I miss being here, how much I love having feeling your presence on me. Boy, I'm just hot all down the back of my neck, my head, everything. I just I just feel your presence, Lord God. Thank you for being here in, in, in the midst of us, and we bless you for it, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We need to give tithes and offerings. You know, I know.